Welcome to Sheesh Fit, a celebration of good health and an examination of holistic fitness. I'm your host, Ashish Thomas. Interleaving sets or doing supersets is a valuable way to improve performance of certain exercises. One particular method of improving performance via superset is supersetting exercises for antagonistic muscles. And what I mean by antagonistic muscles are muscles that oppose the action of one another. An easy example of this is the bicep and tricep. When you do a bicep curl, the tricep, which is used to extend the arm, deactivates. This is why you're able to contract and contract optimally. You don't have another muscle fighting against you. But this antagonistic relationship goes a bit deeper. And you can reap some benefits by working out antagonistic muscles through supersets. To give an example, let's compare a hypothetical performance of an athlete when they're just doing three sets of a bench press to their performance when they're doing a superset of a bench press and pull up. In the second case, we have a pushing movement, that being the bench press, and a pulling movement, that being the pull up. These movements biomechanically are opposite of each other and therefore are training antagonistic muscles. But before we get more into that, let's talk more about the first scenario, that being doing just the bench press on its own for three sets. Let's say that for whatever weight the athlete uses, they're able to get 15 reps for the first set. They wait three minutes and are able to squeeze out 12 reps for the next set. And for the final set, again, after another three minute rest period, they complete eight reps. So obviously due to fatigue, their lifting capability declined from set to set. We've all experienced these kind of dips. But in the second scenario, these numbers change a bit. Now the rest from set to set remains the same, three minutes. The one difference is that instead of just resting for the entire three minutes, you squeeze in a set of pull-ups. And let's say that set of pull-ups takes about one minute. So overall, you're doing a set of the bench press, followed up by a set of pull-ups, and finally followed up by resting for two minutes or however long you have left in that three-minute rest period after doing the pull-ups. Now, you may think that this will lead to a dip in performance, which I would have also thought because it's pretty intuitive. However, something interesting happens. The dip in your bench press performance from set to set should actually be lower in the scenario. Obviously, this is not an exact science, but a possible example could be 15 reps for the first set, 13 for the next, and 9 for the last. Now, I can't predict exactly how an imaginary athlete would do, and these numbers will be variable from person to person. But the point is that doing back-to-back -back sets of exercises involving opposite movement patterns, or antagonistic muscles I should say, should improve performance. This is because by activating an antagonistic muscle, you're getting the other muscles that you just worked to relax and get ready to perform better for the next set. The same kind of improvement in performance capability happens when you're stretching. To give an example, Try stretching your hamstrings by touching your toes. Keep track of how low you're able to go without rounding your back. Then after you do that and get back into a neutral position, 
contract your quads for 15 seconds by kicking out your foot and pulling your toes up so that they're pointing towards your knees. And finally, after you do that, go back to stretching your hamstrings by again attempting to touch your toes. And by doing that, most likely you will find that your stretching capability has improved. What's happening here is that you are isolating your hamstrings for the stretch and isolating your quads during the contraction. When you're contracting your quads, you are also relaxing your hamstrings, which are antagonistic muscles to the quads. That means you stop engaging the spindle reflexes that cause the hamstrings to contract and are able to get a better stretch during the second attempt. Now you can also accomplish the same improvement with other muscles and this can be an especially useful tool if you have a particularly tight muscle group. But to go back to lifting, you're getting an improvement in performance due to how you relax a muscle by exercising the antagonistic muscles during the rest period. Now when you're doing these kind of supersets, there are other benefits aside from just performance improvement. And a notable one is that you get the benefit of getting more conditioning. Now maybe that's a con for some people who aren't looking for conditioning and are prioritizing getting as big as humanly possible. I get that, but for the average gym goer who's just trying to enhance fitness, this is a fantastic way to improve conditioning and possibly even cut down on cardio time. And I say you're improving conditioning because you aren't really resting as long. You have longer spurts of training because of these supersets. And a greater percentage of your time in the gym would be spent exercising rather than resting. That's where the conditioning aspect of this comes in. Although after a bench press, you are still resting your chest muscles for three minutes, because you added a pull-up right after, you're only completely inactive for one or two minutes. Another obvious benefit of this type of superset is that it cuts down on your time spent at the gym. I'm always a strong believer in making the gym as little of a headache as possible. You want to just get in and get out. You don't want to stay there all day because you have other stuff to do. And doing these kind of supersets helps you accomplish that without diminishing the quality of your workouts. Now with that said, you don't have to make your entire workout just antagonistic supersets. But in my opinion, at the very least, you should do this for some of your isolation movements. If you're doing a bicep isolation and a tricep isolation in the same workout, it's a good idea to make a superset out of it. And why not do that? Neither movement is going to be heavily taxing and neither movement requires you to be very fit or well conditioned. So combining them is an easy way to save time and make the workout more productive. Now when it comes to actually implementing the antagonistic supersets, if you're in a commercial gym, it might be a little more challenging because you don't want to be the guy hogging up the corner of the gym. But you can probably get away with it if you're utilizing this particular technique for dumbbell movements or isolation movements as I mentioned earlier. It requires you to experiment a bit, but I certainly believe that even if you're going to a commercial gym, that these kind of techniques can very easily be implemented into your workout.